0: Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free Free your your mind. mind.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the show will take you to the outer limits of your mind, and to the inner limits, which we now know is the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old, that was a long time ago folks, I was just a kid fresh out of high school, majoring in math and physics going to the University of Maryland, which is seven miles away. I got a job working at Goddard Space Flight Center, NASA, which is really fascinating. There's some great people there. And we had a, a motto back then about putting people in space. We called it the final frontier. Great work there. We Nobel Prize winners and so forth. really a fascinating place of tremendous idealism, but also great pragmatism, which we'll talk about more later. It's a very powerful combination, idealism combined with pragmatism. But at 19 years old at NASA, I started taking psychology classes and started seeing connections between math and physics concepts and principles with psychological theories and so forth. So the idea occurred to me that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, that would explain many of the phenomena which the other theories of psychology then and even now cannot explain. So our true final frontier is inner space. The exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission on this show is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that. The outer limits of inner space. A nice contradiction. But a powerful way to think about it. Our motto for this show is super mind, super body, and super spirit. Now in today's chaotic world, it is chaotic, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution that is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Today we'll talk about a couple of those. Where old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider n dimensions as n approaches infinity. It's a mathematical term. The letter n, meaning a great number, a huge number, approaches infinity. Today we're going to talk about the true powers of your mind, this is part two. Last week we spoke about this and talked about parallels between the great work of Dr. Joseph Murphy, race metaphysical groups throughout history, the Indian Code of Dr. Rajuentes. Now they all combine and parallel our work in quantum field psychology. Dr. Murphy, fascinating guy, came from Ireland. He studied chemistry, he became a pharmacist, and then she started to study Eastern ideas. Eventually, went to India, We said, with various gurus over there. Started seeing all kinds of correlations of Eastern and Western ideas with the Western world. So he became a minister of Science of Mind, or I'm sorry, Divine Science Church. There wrote a number of books, really fascinating books. The most intriguing one, I think, is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, where he points out incredible concepts and ideas that how to tap into that power of mind. You might say his book is one of the best in the applied science, applied mind science. He has many, many techniques and ideas of how you can directly tap into your inner mind and get to work for you, which it's doing all the time anyway, but we often don't realize it. So all we need to do really is to understand that the law of the subconscious mind is that it will bring forth any health, peace, or position in life you desire if you focus upon it properly with your conscious mind. Because your conscious mind talks to your subconscious mind, The subconscious mind then works in a deductive way to make it happen. So a lot of approaches how to do this, one which is a decree method where you speak to it and tell it what to do. The subconscious mind works faithfully in the direction you give it commands to do. It does not do an analytical analysis itself. That's the job of your conscious mind. So the law of your mind is this. You'll get a reaction or response from your subconscious mind according to the nature of the thought or idea which you hold in your conscious mind. So think about that. What you're dwelling upon, in other words, comes upon you. Ancient biblical expression. What you dwell upon comes upon you. Why is that? How can that possibly work or make sense unless there's much more to this world, this universe, than is taught now by modern-day three-dimensional science? There must be much more to it. So think about that. What we're saying is there's an infinite organizing principle of the subconscious or actually the superconscious mind which, when activated, will make things happen as you command it forth. Now, you're not going to make every one of those steps happen, but you don't have to. Once you put out the energy, the command is a word for things to happen, then the universe organizes itself in an infinitely complex and powerful way to make your desires and goals manifest as long as they are good desires and goals which harm no one. That's very, very important. How it happens and when it happens, you cannot necessarily ordain. You just have to be patient and wait and see what evolves and look for signs along the way. So most most of this happens beyond the level of our usual awareness. Again, we don't know how or where it's going to manifest. We must have faith in it and observe for signs of its origins. Now, many variables must be brought together to make your desires happen, Suppose you're looking for, for example, the perfect job. With the perfect job to come to you, let's say you want a certain amount of income, a certain amount of uh, prestige or power. Let's be careful of the ego, though. You see, you want a really great job. We can help other people, but you must make a certain amount of money. You must be in a certain area, so you put forth the command, as it were, through your subconscious mind, which goes into your superconscious mind, which is then organizing that for you. You see, faith in the fact it's going to manifest for you, but you also watch for signs along the way, and you do everything you can physically to make it happen. So you're going to send out resume, send out your Vita, which is a professional resume. You're going to do all you can to make those connections, but you have total faith in the fact it's going to manifest. And then it will come out of the blue one day where the perfect job falls into your lap, which you must be awakened where to see it. and not, you might miss it. You might let it pass you on by. So many variables must combine to make these things happen, which we don't totally control. So your subconscious mind accepts what is impressed upon it, And what you consciously believe. So, again, it does not reason things things out like your conscious mind does. And it does not argue with you controversially. It simply accepts what you say. Your subconscious mind is like the soil, which accepts any seed that's good or bad, which you plant there. So you must be very careful not to plant bad seeds and make those things manifest, but plant only good seeds. So your thoughts are active, might be likened to those energy seeds, as it were and negative destructive thoughts, continue to work negatively in your subconscious mind, and due time will come forth from outer, you know, outer experience or, and draw to you certain people and events which correspond as negative destructive thoughts. You'll be drawn to situations and people which make those things happen which you don't want. Now many experiments by psychologists and others have shown that when people are in a hypnotic state that the subconscious mind is not capable of making selections and comparisons Again, that's the job of the conscious mind. The reasoning part is done by the conscious mind. Again, the subconscious mind just takes suggestions by the conscious mind and makes those active. It tries to bring those forth. So it acts in a very impersonal, non-selective way accepts as true whatever your conscious mind believes to be true. So if your conscious mind believes it, the subconscious mind will also believe it and proceed to make it happen. So the importance of selecting thoughts, ideas, and premises which bless, heal, inspire, and fill your soul with joy is very profound. You must focus upon very positive thoughts and ideas and premises that help you and help other people. And those grow within. They have an organizing principle to manifest and grow within like a positive virus, as it were, make these things happen. So the objective mind takes cognizance or awareness of the objective world. It's media of observation, are your five physical senses. So it's a three dimensional plane, make it four dimensional with time. So your objective mind is your guide and director, your contact with the environment. You gain knowledge through your five senses. Your objective mind learns through observation, experience, and experimentation, and education. As previously pointed out, the greatest function of objective mind is of reasoning. It gets into inductive and deductive thinking. So your subjective mind, which operates at a different set of frequencies, sees beyond the use of your natural organs, the organs of vision. For example, Murphy gets into the idea that your subconscious mind can tap into other powers we know very little about. He talked about, for example, clairvoyance, clairaudience, meaning seeing things and hearing things beyond the physical dimensions, claiming the subject of mind has those powers. It has incredible powers of not just creation, but of observation. Which, is, which are totally beyond the beliefs of modern-day 3D science because they have no framework to base it upon. However, with quantum field psychology and the engine code, and works coming out, there is a basis to understand that these possibilities make perfect sense. He also talks about how your subjective mind, you can pick up on the thoughts of other people. It's been shown that some people are very intuitive, have so-called psychic abilities that probably we all do, according to Dr. Murphy, and they're largely undeveloped. But your subject of mind has the ability to apprehend the thoughts of other people. Many people have intuition where they pick up the feelings of others. They simply sense things and know something's wrong, for example, or they feel something is just right for them. So we have powers and abilities, and most of us have had various experiences where we pick up things. For example, one time I was at a, with a group of people sitting in houses in Cape Cod, Many years ago, and there's a painting on the wall of this old Dutch painter. It's a self-portrait. I'm looking at this painting. The lady next to me said, he looks like his his face is moving and he's talking. I kind of looked at her and nodded. And then five minutes later, she says, he looks like his face is moving and talking. I said, well, you just said that. She looks at me and says, no, I didn't. The whole room says, no, she didn't say that. She you were thinking that five minutes ago, weren't you? She goes, well, yeah, I was thinking that. So I heard it, pardon me, as if it were a spoken statement out loud. It's amazing how many times your phone will ring, you know who it is. You think about a friend of yours, a close associate, or a relative you've seen for a long time, and then suddenly you get a piece of mail from them. Something else happens which connects you to them. Now, three dimensional science say, well, that's just coincidental, it means nothing. When you experience these things yourself on a frequent basis, you tend to understand there's something happening there, and many, many people have these experiences. These are not unique, they're actually very much worldwide. Now, in quantum field psychology, we talk about the superconscious mind performs much of what Dr. Murphy was talking about, that there are powers or frequencies of consciousness we can get into, which very much transcend the physical plane. We can do things beyond this world, which are astounding and amazing. It also correlates to many you know, of the ancient metaphysical texts I've studied going back thousands, even tens of thousands of years. It also corresponds to Dr. Rod Fuente's work into Andean Codes. It's about the same principles, same concepts are there, or it's operating within the mind, within the spirit, we can tap into and learn. So the sure method of overcoming negative thoughts and negative habits is not to fight against them, but rather to focus on very positive, constructive, harmonious thoughts, which you repeat and put into your subconscious mind. So you thus form new and healthy habits of thought in life your subconscious mind to activate and put into place. So, say for example, you want to quit smoking. We're in fighting against it very powerfully, which makes it stronger. You say, I love being a non smoker. I love not smoking. I love being healthy. I love not needing to smoke all day long. I have no desire, no need for smoking. You might also add, a hate what it does to my body. You can put in those concepts and visualize how it affects your lungs and your heart. Most folks want to posit fed to your subconscious mind. And creates more strongly the desire to be healthy, desire to get past smoking, sort of put that habit behind you. So we program our subconscious mind all the time without realizing it. And the trickiest things we do is that we talk to ourselves, and those self-statements tend to feed into the subconscious mind so they create these negative habits, which we often learn in childhood or from school or from other people or from the media. And then we constantly repeat those things to us, those statements to us, which tends to make them manifest in our lives so we see it happening, which creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, when we're indulging in fear and worry and other destructive forms of thinking, the remedy is to recognize the omnipotence of your subconscious mind, and actually the superconscious mind, and decree create freedom, happiness, and perfect health. Your subconscious mind, tapping into the superconscious, being creative, and one with your divine source, will proceed to create the freedom and happiness which you have earnestly decreed and put for us. Remember, a suggestion cannot impose something on your subconscious mind against the will of the conscious mind. Although that might not quite be true, because they've found in studies of mind control and whatnot that sometimes the mind controller can get around the objections of the conscious mind to put ideas into the subconscious. Like the media plays lots of games with that gets get you to buy stuff and also to believe certain concepts and so forth. So, suggestion itself generally has no power in and of itself. Unless it's accepted mentally by you, this is where you have power. So folks who make suggestions to you, maybe negative ones to control you, or the media wants you to buy certain products. Well, you're in charge of how you accept that. So you can say, no, I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to believe that. So your conscious mind must be arbiter what's real and what's not real. There's an example he gives about a lady who was terrified of singing. She had anxiety attacks when doing performances. So he told her to sit down and tell herself, I sing beautifully, I am poised, serene, confident, and calm, which she repeat many times over and do it several times a day. So when she got into the situation of singing, that's how she felt, poised, serene, confident, and calm. She did a great job from that point forward. Before, she was indulging anxiety and biting into the fear and making herself worried. The subconscious mind was manifesting the anxiety, which she was inadvertently telling it to do. So it's profoundly important that we understand the interaction of the ob- objective and subject of minds. We want to learn how these powers work. So I want to think, from now on, I grow more good-humored, more good-natured. Joy, happiness, and cheerfulness are now becoming my normal states of mind. Every day, I'm becoming more and more lovable and loving and understanding. I'm now becoming the center of cheer and goodwill and good-humor to all those around me. So a happy state of mind radiates to other people It helps you physically, mentally, emotionally and it helps those around you. So we must program our emotions as well to always be happy, harmonious, and joyful to align with that higher mind. So in other words, we're talking about changing our thoughts, to very positive thoughts, also changing the emotions, to very harmonious, beautiful, joyful, loving emotions. The power of suggestion may be used to discipline and control ourselves, but it can also be used to take control and command over others We do not know the laws of the mind. This is how it can be dangerous. In its constructive form, it's a wonderful, great power. In This negative form, the power suggestion, can be used again by the media, by governments, by businesses, and whatever to manipulate and control people against their knowledge. So you're very careful about this and understand how it works. You can use what's called constructive suggestion, which is also called reconditioning therapy, where you change the impressions made upon you in the past, which create negative behavior patterns and cause your failure or temporary failure in personal and social life. Instead, recondition yourself to very positive results and great successes. So auto-suggestion is a means to release you from the massive negative verbal conditioning, right? otherwise distort your life pattern, and help you create good, positive habits. Instead, remember that the average person thinks about 95% negative thoughts per day, right, and also thinks about 50,000 thoughts per day. So that comes out to what, about 47,500 thoughts. We said last time, which were negative. If you're upon negative thoughts all day long, guess what's happening? Conditioning yourself to think and feel negative to make negative things happen. And most of the world still does this. They live in a, a whirlpool, a constellation of negative thoughts and feelings, which we must break free of and change. Okay, so the conscious mind, again, has the job of analyzing the external world. The suggestions that we make to ourselves and to others have no power unless we accept them or others accept them. You might think also is your mind works like a syllogism. That's a structure of logic. You might think that whatever major premise you give your conscious mind, your subconscious mind will assume to be true and proceed to make happen in some direct way. So for example, you might think every virtue is laudable, kindness is a virtue, therefore kindness is laudable. When you take a major premise and draw upon that in your mind, you want them to make, want them to make it very simple, easy to repeat, such as I'm very successful and getting better and better every day. I can do anything. Dr. Emil QA many years ago had people focus upon, I'm getting better and better every day in every way. Also, I like myself, I love myself. Dwelling upon those thoughts alone helps to recondition your subconscious mind, helps them overcome many conditions and feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally. So we want a major premise or major premises to dwell upon, which are short, succinct, and very, very powerful. Things like, infinite intelligence leads and guides me in all my ways. Perfect health is mine. The law of harmony operates in my mind and body. Beauty, love, peace, and abundance are mine. These kinds of thoughts are very powerful to feed into your subconscious mind then going into your superconscious mind. So you want your major premise of life to be very, very powerful and positive to reconstruct who you are. You might think the infinite intelligence, which gave me this desire, leads, guides, and reveals to me... A perfect plan for unfolding my desire. Again, think about the perfect job you're looking for. Once you put forth the command for it to happen, understand you'll be guided along the way which further steps to take, like make a certain phone call, call this company, do this, do that, send your vita to this company and so forth. Once you get that super positive attitude, these days when people are coming back from this COVID business, looking for jobs, starting to recreate the economy, it's very important to think in positive ways, think about how we're going to get things going again the deeper wisdom of your subconscious mind is always responding to you whether you realize it or not your subconscious mind knows the answers to these questions it knows how to make these things happen the conscious mind does not but the subconscious ties into the superconscious mind which ties into all these different energy fields and so forth and knows how to guide us and direct us to success so you have the power to choose so you can choose health and happiness or you can choose negativity to be cooperative, joyous, friendly, lovable. The whole world will respond. They will love you. When you project love, people love you right back, and things work your way magically. I knew a guy, I was in college, who told me he could walk into any job interview. And this guy was so super magnetic. he been a football star in high school. He was engaged in the most beautiful lady you could imagine. She was a real sweetheart, very nice, very wonderful person. This guy had super magnetism. He said he could walk into a job interview within one minute, he knew he had the job because that positive energy was so palpable and so powerful it would influence the people in the room that they wanted to hire him. So think, your conscious mind is watching at the gate. It decides what you feed into your subconscious mind. So the suggestions and statements you give to yourself are very, very important in terms of how you lead and guide and develop your life. So you can choose to think super positive or get trapped in negative thoughts of the world all around you. Your mind is not evil. No force of nature is evil. But they can be misused by people for malicious intent. You never say I can't. You always say I can do all things through the power of my subconscious mind. I can accomplish all things. Folks, we're here today, Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shot, talk about the true powers of the mind. Based upon Dr. Joseph Murphy's work and quantum field psychology and, and Dr. Rod Fuente's. We're taking a short break here for work from our sponsors. Be right back.
0: Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure. From outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Remember, positive impacts. www.HealthyLife.net
1: Dr. Ryan Dalrymple, back with Mind Shock, talking today about the true powers of your mind. This is part two, talking about how to really activate those inner powers, those various techniques, developed by various folks over the last several centuries, which lets you access your inner powers and make things manifest in your life. These go way beyond the law of attraction You get into what we call the laws of creation, which are actually creating your life as you go along. So whatever your conscious mind assumes and believes to be true, Remember, your subconscious mind will accept and bring to pass. So you want to believe in good fortune, divine guidance, right action, and all the blessings of life. Your subconscious mind never sleeps and never rests. It's always on the job. Now, you can discover the miracle working power of your subconscious by programming yourself at nighttime when you go to bed. Remember, I'm working on a new book or presentation or whatever or a new film. I'll say, okay, what's the next piece? What's the next scene? What's the next chapter going to be? to go to bed at night and three or four o'clock in the morning, I'll wake up, I gotta hit the computer because it wants to come out. Because you're in the zone, those ideas just pour out onto the page. Or maybe it's the next morning. But you program your inner mind to work like that, it's constantly giving you feedback to help you create things. It's really is amazing. So there's a source of power and wisdom which makes you puts you in contact with the universe with vast omnipotence. Your subconscious mind is source of your ideals, aspirations, and altruistic urges. It was used greatly by Sir Francis Bacon, who may claim what the Shakespearean plays. He talked about being touched by the muse, which meant being in contact with that higher mind, that higher superconscious mind that he got his brilliant ideas from. Also, the Greek sculptor, Phidias, the Italian artist Raphael, Ludwig von Beethoven, there are so many people throughout history, like we talked before about Mozart and Tesla, people learned how to tap into these higher powers and bring them down to earth to do incredible things. There's a doctor, Esdale, who in the 1840s performed many operations on the eye, ear, and throat using only hypnosis for anesthesia. In fact, hypnosis was used as an anesthetic technique before chemical anesthesia were developed, and often very successfully. And I've seen it done before you know, a famous dentist, Dr. K. Thompson, who's the head of the American Society of Clinical Hypnosis. I used to go there these years ago. She's out of Pittsburgh. And he had a, a videotape of her being put under deep hypnosis undergoing surgery. She's wide awake, talking to the surgeon, not feeling a thing, feeling no pain whatsoever. So when you master this ability, you can go into these deeper state of mind and turn off the pain. It's really amazing. So think about this. When your conscious or objective mind accepts the thought completely, not only of course goes into your subconscious mind, but also I believe goes to the solar plexus called the brain of your mind, where it becomes flesh is made manifest in your experience. So the solar plexus plays a role. It's also known as the center of will and when you think about something, it has the blessings of your mind and your heart, you think it's right, and it's true, you feel true and you project it into a world of your will through the solar plexus to make it manifest. Pretty amazing. So your head and heart create the thought forms with emotions. The solar plexus center of will projects it into physical form. Now, William James, a father of American psychology, talked about that we all have the power to move the world through your subconscious mind. Subconscious is one with infinite intelligence and balanced wisdom, and we're talking also with the superconscious mind. And you tap into that, you can do virtually anything. All the great masters through history, such as Moses, Isaiah, Jesus, Buddha, Noraster, Z, Many the great masters through history, Krishna, so many folks in history mastered these techniques were able to do incredible things upon Earth and make things manifest. So motion and emotion must balance. So as in heaven, which means your own mind, so on Earth, in your body and environment. This is a great law of life. What you dwell upon, what you feel, what you think, is what you're making manifest constantly. Now in quantum psychology, we talk about topology, which is an area of mathematics, where we get into projection from one space to another. So we project from the conscious mind to the external world, to the physical space where you kind of write your own experience, you create your own experience in the world once what's inside of you and you also feed that into your inner mind. So your conscious mind feeds energy into your subconscious mind to make things manifest. You also project it out to the external world to affect everyone around you. Now these techniques have been talked about throughout history in various forms often hidden in a kind of code. So, for example, in 139th Psalm, it talks about the same thing, that what you think about, what you dwell upon, which you're going to manifest in your life. So think about this. Your your body and all your organs were created by higher intelligence, which resides through your subconscious mind, your superconscious mind, which knows how to heal you completely. It knows how to heal your organs, tissues, mus- muscles, and bones. The infinite healing presence within you Think about is it. now transforming every atom of your being, making you whole and perfect now. That's way to think about yourself constantly. You're getting better and better, stronger and stronger. overcoming personal problems, personal pains, whatever physical ailments you might have. Think about getting stronger and stronger, better. Don't go up in the negative. I live in Florida where a lot of folks here are retired, and a lot of folks like to talk about their aches and pains and ills. and They kind of have contests. who's had more surgeries. who's gone through more pain and misery. exactly the wrong way to think about it. Because dwelling upon the negative like that tends to make more of those events happen. Instead, we want to dwell upon the positive, feel getting well, being well, staying well, not indulge in negative thoughts. So very often thinking and saying things aloud makes it manifest. Think about this. Just as water takes the shape of a pipe that flows through, the life principle, the quantum stuff, the mind stuff, flows through you in the shape of and according to the nature of your thoughts. Which you're thinking about and feeling, you're shaping this mind stuff to create the world around you. So the, perfect, the perfection of the higher being is now being expressed through you. Think this. The idea of perfect health is now filling my subconscious mind. Think these thoughts. The image of the higher power as in me is a perfect image. And my subconscious mind and superconscious mind recreate my body in perfect accordance with the perfect image held in the mind of God or the higher power, the higher source. Think about that. There's a perfect template of you in the energy field around you. In other words, the energy field around you, which subsumes and subfuses your entire physical frame, has a perfect template of you. Every molecule, every cell of your being exists there in template form, and it's recreating your cells if you let it, if you don't block it by negative thoughts and feelings. So there's another approach that Murphy talks about, which is called disciplined or scientific imagination, which means you. Combine the power of your imagination with faith to imagine perfect health to visualize perfect health and have total faith in that happening, which can cause the energy of your mind, of your spirit, to go to those areas and heal them. So your subconscious mind can also be expressed as the film upon which the picture in your mind is impressed. So think about that. Your conscious mind is taking photographs, as it were, of the outside world and then puts them on the negative, as it were, of the subconscious mind which makes them manifest. So, whatsoever you ask for in prayer or deep meditation or thought, believing strongly, you shall receive. This is very true. So, it has to be positive things you dwell upon. So, again, prior to sleep, consider a certain request in your subconscious mind to prove yourself its miracle working power to yourself. Because it will make things manifest that you will not believe. Until you do believe it, once you believe it, it will happen. It will work. So, you have to be very careful what you think and what you feel which you put into your your conscious mind. Now, in various religious approaches in antiquity, priests in various ancient temples gave drugs to patients and practiced hypnotic suggestions prior to the patient's sleep. But as the power of suggestion really worked, just like today, placebos are often used in healing. You might give a patient a certain medication, give another patient a placebo, and often get the same effects. The placebo works just as well as a medication because it's a patient really healing themselves through the power of that inner mind. The power of that inner mind is absolutely enormous and incredible. So whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you shall receive them and you shall have them. These techniques have been talked about for thousands of years. Many of these statements allegedly actually found in the Old Testament. and New Testament actually go back many thousands of years for his books were created to prior cultures. The success of these techniques depends on the confident conviction in the mind thought and the idea already exists. Think about that. I'm going to dwell upon things as if they already exist. That's really amazing. When you think that way, the power of your thought goes to that to make it happen. The folks, today we're here with Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock, and with the true powers of your mind, going through some of great works written in history. How to implement, how to make these powers work for you. Take a short break for our sponsors. Be right back.
0: stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course. The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more. All to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read you are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network.
1: Welcome back, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock, here are bring you more of the incredible True Secrets of the Mind, that's part two, based want some great works about history, where some of these folks have told us how to implement these powers, how to tap into your powers of mind, Many of the approaches you study through metaphysics and various books and whatnot. We'll touch upon the implementation, we get into quantum field psychology, about the theory behind why these things work in terms of the superconscious mind, the energy mind, Dr. Joseph Murphy does a great job of talking on some of the exact techniques and there a concrete application of these ideas to make them manifest. We also tell Dr. Rod his working Indian code. In any case, you use these techniques you want to totally eliminate from your mind all consideration of negative thoughts or conditions or anything which might adversely impact what you're visualizing and committing forth to make happen. What folks often do is they try to use the law of attraction and it doesn't work because they sabotage it. What we must do is maintain that positive state of mind virtually all the time to stay in that state. Know what you think and feel is making things manifest all the time if you let it and if you command that, that force. Now, we talked about story structure before, the transformational journey people go on, we all go on through life. There are various adversaries we encounter. So these adversaries will at times block us and sabotage us from progress. The key is many of the adversaries we encounter. Are projections from our own mind. Those are parts of ourself, the parts of our own personality. Like you may meet somebody we you instantly dislike. We've all had the experience, right? Because they have something inside of them, perhaps, very much like something inside of us, which we don't like. We project it towards them. We see it in them. We don't like it. They don't like us. And boom, there's a negative situation. It's important to be aware of that and realize our own negative thoughts and feelings to release those to stop doing it because we create our own adversary. Back in story structure, you might think about the mythological journey people go on and the adversaries they encounter throughout their journey are various projections or parts of themselves. In order to win or triumph at the end of the transformational journey, the final opponent they face is themselves, their own personality, which they must rise above to conquer. And in doing so, they also beat their, or transcend their, their adversary in the physical world. It's always really a powerful metaphor. So, in any case, faith, as characterized, characterize history, is a way of thinking, an attitude of mind, an inner certitude. And the idea you fully accept in your conscious mind will be embodied in your subconscious mind and then made manifest in the physical world. So, faith, in a sense, is accepting as true what your reason and senses tell you is true. Now, when imagination is joined to faith or subjective feeling, the union of the two can be brought together to produce powerful healing. So for example, again, if somebody you know is sick, you might imagine being totally well, totally cured, have total faith in that happening, which helps bring that about about. Franz Anton Anton Mesmer was an Austrian physician, he was quite famous in Paris. <clears throat> he was known for mesmerism, where he would have folks come into his his studio or laboratory and He'd sit around on these huge vats of iron filings. Of course, you have, you know, blankets and pillows over top of them. But sitting upon these these huge vats of iron filings, he'd walk around the room with a long pole. He's kind of a showman, and like, you know, blessing people with the pole and so forth. And many folks were healed amazingly, from various conditions they had. And the King of France was kind of amazed by this and wanted to find out what was going on. So he asked the most famous scientist of that day, who was Ben Franklin, to go check it out. So Ben Franklin went to Mesmer's uh, laboratory and so forth and met him, met the people. And he came back to King and said, Your Highness, I have no idea how it works, but it does seem to work. People are being healed. Well, what he was tapping into, of course, was hypnosis, so the convincing people are being healed. And terms like animal magnetism came from this and so forth. The idea that we all have healing power, which we do have. But by activating the subconscious mind using hypnosis is more way to tap into it. So the process of healing is a definite positive mental attitude, an inner attitude or way of thinking called faith. So healing is due to a confident expectancy, which is that power to the subconscious and to the superconscious with a very powerful expectancy of healing, which then makes that manifest. Now Paracelsus was a famous mystic, Back in the 1400s and 1500s, we said the same thing that, that faith heals. It also ties into Bernheim, Professor of Medicine, Nancy, France, in the early 1900s, whom Freud based some of his work upon, wrote a book called Suggestive Therapeutics How to Heal with the Power of Suggestion. So, what happened is these techniques were used throughout history. In more in modern times, which led to the current developments of psychotherapy. Now that's, of course, branched off in many different directions. But part of it came from that power of suggestion, where the conscious mind feeds the subconscious mind, which exercises power over functions, sensations, and conditions of the body. So, for example, when you pray for someone else or meditate upon and visualize the health of someone else, the idea is that your energy field helps to change the negative patterns of the other person's subconscious mind to allow their superconscious mind to go to work and bring about wonderful results. So in psychotherapy, we often do this, not often fully realizing it, but, but our positive expectation of health for a client or patient underlies the influence it has upon them now civil mind control is another approach that teaches a set of techniques where the mind has great power to do great things for example years ago I took a course from civil mind control after several days of going into a deep state of alpha which is a certain frequency of thought and feeling which is much more intuitive for other people. We broke into groups of two and created information about five people we knew, just giving the other person the name and the age of the person, of the patient, and said, okay, what's their medical situation? And we had like a 93% hit rate, the other person knowing, sensing intuitively the medical problems of the patient. That's amazing. That's impossible unless something is going on between minds, something connecting people up. So it's very important to imagine the end result desired and feel its reality. And the infinite life principle will respond to our requests. We all have the power to heal ourselves and heal others by using these kinds of techniques. That's why it's important to speak only well of other people, to be positive towards them, helpful towards them, and always see other people as their higher self. See the higher self in other people and send love and respect to that higher self. And wish that higher self the best. Wish them health, healing, well-being. Do not focus on their negative traits, on their problems, because when you do that, actually making stronger the negative side of their being, which reinforces the negativity they're causing for themselves. That's one of the errors of the psychotherapeutic approach, at least the classic forms, which focus too much upon pathology rather than upon healing, health, well-being, looking for the positive side of the client and emphasizing that, reinforcing that, building that which helps them grow profoundly and helps them heal themselves so there's a power in faith great power for according to your faith it is done unto you now in prayer therapy it's very similar you constantly choose certain idea mental picture or plan which you desire to experience or make manifest so you realize you have the power inside you to send this to your subconscious mind, which will then make it manifest in your life. And like it's healing yourself and others. So dwell upon the power within you and within all to heal all. Give thanks for that healing to come. Have an attitude of gratitude. We send it forth, let it go, and then know it's going to manifest have total faith in that. So you create a harmonious union of your conscious and subconscious mind that heals. We talked about in quantum field psychology how to download information from the divine mind or higher mind to the ego mind. It's the same thing. Always approach, talk about this process. We went to the mathematics of that. It's a one-to-one mapping from superconscious mind down to the conscious mind. It's just really amazing that all this can be explained in terms of a modern-day science. So the point is, all these different approaches to these ideas are coming together now in the world. The world must jump to a higher level of realization and development. So folks, we're here today with Dr. Rondell Ruffle on Mind Shock, talking about the true powers of your mind, which are absolutely amazing, and we're just barely scratching the surface. We take a moment for word from our sponsors. be right back.
0: Paradise Found: 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent a Car banner. Radio Your Way. HealthyLife.net.
1: Hello, folks, welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We'll talk today about part two of the true powers of your mind. The powers we all have within, but often don't know about, or fully understand, or fully activate. So, one technique you might use is again, when you go to sleep at night, give your subconscious mind something to work on. Something to work on to help manifest for you in your life beautiful things. Remember, you're constantly, if you constantly your aches and pains, for example, you're creating a kind of action within your body to make those aches and pains manifest more thoroughly. But if you do the opposite, focus upon healing, health, and well-being, you're going to make that manifest. If you focus upon the idea of great creative ideas and insights coming to you, they will come to you as long as you remain open to that. So don't dwell upon negative thoughts or symptoms of ill-being. Draw upon health and well-being and perfect health. So choose a certain plan, idea, or mental picture. You want to mentally and emotionally unite with that idea. And as you remain faithful to your mental attitude, that means keep that state of mind all the time as best you can without being distracted by the negativity of the outside world or your past memories. So you must stay focused on those mental attitudes, those mental conditions you want to make happen. Then your, your prayer, your meditation, your focus will happen. It's really a powerful, powerful thing to do. You are in charge of your life. You're in charge of connection with your subconscious and superconscious mind. And so that's why the old saying makes perfect sense: "Asking shall be given you; seeking, you shall find; knocking, shall be opened unto you." That's a true statement because we have that power within us. We just often forget about it and don't know it. So you must ask for things, believing, and then you will receive. So your mind moves from the thought to the thing. Remember, Dr. Fuentes talked about that, that thoughts are things, and things are the creation of prior thoughts, right? So first you must have an image in the mind, or it can't move. You power a strong emotion, and then you do everything you can to make it happen physically to make it manifest. It's an amazing thing. So you must reach that point of acceptance in your mind. You have an unqualified and undisputed state of agreement between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. I'm going to do that, when you're relaxed, Best time to visualize and make things happen. When so you're relaxed and calm, go into a slightly, not so euphoric, but deep state of mind, a relaxed state of mind, kind of near slumber, but not quite, where you then visualize and make it happen. So there's a more direct current or connection to conscious and subconscious. So any picture you have in your mind is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You've heard that before which you form in your imagination, is as real as any part of your body. Think about that. You know, what you dwell upon, you want to see as real. Another technique, if you ever do public speaking, and some of you might, visualize talking to the people in the audience and see each one of them as being illumined, inspired, like infinite healing within, see them as radiant, happy, and free, and as responding to you in a very positive way. If you're in negativity and anxiety, oh, my goodness, will it go well, whatever, well, folks get into anxiety attacks with public speaking. That's the most common phobia, It's certainly the most common social phobia. Instead, you dwell upon the illumination coming to all the people you're speaking to, the energy coming to them, the positive aspects of it, Use for every presentation. And you might dwell upon that for, say, ten minutes or more, and then project forth that when you speak, and it comes forth very, very easily. Now, William James, again, the father of American psychology, said, a picture's worth a thousand words. And a metaphor, you might say, is worth a thousand pictures. The thinking in metaphor is where way to condense many ideas together. So to find the ideal place, for example, if you're trying to buy a place, buy, a, buy real estate, you might think, I'm glad to be there. I paid for the ideal opportunity. I live there now in the perfect place that we want to be in. It's a perfect home for us and our family. Works out in all ways. The place is manifesting for us right now putting out the energy to help make that happen. You also use what's called the mental movie method, which I like. It's a really fascinating way where you go into a deeper state of mind, get very relaxed. If you create a movie, you might even sit back and visualize the inside of your forehead as a movie screen. And you visualize what you want to make happen across that inner screen. So for example, suppose you're you want to win an award at work, you're competing for a certain type of award, you might a you know, promotion So visualize yourself being on stage and the boss shaking your hand, handing you the awards, saying, congratulations for a job, well done. You're being very happy about it. Your family very happy about it, and the audience cheering and so forth. So you visualize the end result, what you want to make happen, and think of it as if it's already happened, it already exists, and the power of your mind feeding into your subconscious mind and superconscious with the infinite organizing principle and capacity is making those things manifest. That mental moving method is very, very powerful. You use that for doing public presentations or for talking at work, if you have a speech at work or whatnot, or just talking to other folks in your life. You might visualize things going very well, very beautifully, and as you give off very positive energy, you attract back to you people in a very positive way. Again, you act as if what you're trying to create already exists as objective reality. The subconscious mind will take this impression, feed into the superconscious mind. He's an infinite organizing principle and capacity to make it manifest. Now, Charles Badawin was a professor at the Rousseau Institute in France. He's also a great psychotherapist, taught at the New Nancy School of Healing, who in 1910 taught that the best way to impress the subconscious mind is to enter into that deep, drowsy state we talked about. You feed ideas in the subconscious to make them manifest. So again, Many doctors, many therapists said history have been bringing these ideas together to where we are today. So, a very simple way to impregnate that subconscious mind, to fill it full of energy, is to condense the idea, which is the object of suggestion, to condense it, to make it into a metaphor perhaps, or sum it up in a very brief phrase, which you feed into your mind, like a lullaby, for example. For example, you might say, I'm now earning a certain amount of income per month. On a passive visual basis for life, and things are going great. Or you might think I am meeting the perfect person for me, for life, the perfect partner. you're looking for a partner in life, I'm looking for a perfect person. I'm meeting them right now. I know them right now. They're coming to my life right now, and it's finished in divine order. It's very powerful too. It is finished in divine order. Again, you cannot command when this is going to happen or how. It's just know that they will happen if you maintain a positive, faithful attitude towards your manifestation. So to break a habit. Again, you go into a sleepy state. In that state, you say over and again, I'm completely free of this habit, which is I'm free of smoking. I hate smoking, I despise smoking, I despise it affects one the body, it affects the lungs and the heart. I love being a non smoker. I love being healthy. Harmony and peace of mind reign supreme. I love going forth as a healthier person. I love extending my lifespan. I love feeling better and better every day in every way. You might have a few negatives in there to visualize the results, the consequences of the smoking, but you focus on the positive, with that positive energy to really recondition your subconscious mind to work in that that beautiful way. And every time you repeat these words, the emotional value becomes greater and greater. Think about that. The emotional value becomes greater and then it acts like a virus, a positive virus, to manifest within your life in countless ways is it repeats itself over and over and over in different algorithms. So your inner mind will create all these algorithms, all these processes to make these things manifest for you you put forth that energy. And here you're following the the precepts of cosmic law of action and reaction. In quantum field psychology, we call this the recursive function theorem, where what you send out returns back to you often many times over. In fact, positive thoughts you send out Powered by great love, spiritual love, I return back to you 10,000 times over. Think about that. Whereas negative thoughts will also return to you in a very negative way, so we don't want to do that. <clears throat> Pardon me, so you might say, Thank you, Father, or higher source for my wealth. Thank you for the wealth that comes to me. Thank you for the success that comes to me. Thank you for the health and well being manifest in my life as I learn and use and apply these principles. Now, folks, all these principles and ideas we're giving to you, we really want you to use and put forth in your lives to make your life successful and happy, learn these ideas, study these works, employ these, lift your lives up to help those around you. You might also check out our, our books, The Inner Manager. It is a journey a young man goes on to get through a process of attaining a higher state of consciousness. That's a metaphor for our later works on quantum field psychology. That's another book on Amazon plus our website, Triple w, Dr. Ryan dalrymple 2com So, our inner manager, quantum field psychology to our film, Endless Question to our documentary on Amazon Prime which is Freight which also expresses the theory of the higher powers of mind and how to access them Our other books are I Love You God which helps you tune into the higher spiritual concepts and Eight Days of Creative Power that Unleash Your Creative Forces within. all these are on Amazon and our website a New book coming out it's called Taming the Menagerie, Mind Games People Play, also fun work about the adversaries we face in the world try to sabotage. So, folks, check out those books. Check out also Dr. Murphy's books and Dr. Ralph Fuentes and all the works on this network, all the great folks on this network. Check them out. It's all folks on Positive Talk Radio to help lift up you, lift the world up, which we're almost now doing these troubled times. So let's think super positive. We can make it happen. So thanks for being with us today, folks. We love you all. Hang in there. Think super positive. Dr. Ron Dyerimple from MindShock signing off. See you next time.